0: Do Plotting Along with Ray and Jay. I'm Rachel. I'm Jason. And this week, you know, Jason, I heard they tell me you're a man with true grit. Do they? Yeah, no. (laughs) But this week we are doing the 1969, the original version of True Grit with Glenn Campbell and John Wayne and Kim Darby. Um, it's based on a novel by Charles Portis. Um, there was an Oscar for Best Actor and Leading Role for, of course, John Wayne, the Duke himself, and the director, Henry Hathaway, who was a small, um, was a son of a s- stage actress and, ma- and manager, and was a child actor and directed by... Wow, I fucked this cell so up. I'm reading my notes backwards. <laughs> but uh, he did work with uh, Alan Davis, and then he went to war. He was, after World War One, he tried to go back to have a normal job. That didn't work out. And then he went back into film, where he became an AD, which is assistant director. And he worked with such people as Frank Lloyd, Paul Byrne, Joseph Vonsterberg, Von Stern- Sternberg? <laughs> Sorry. Um, and Victor Fleming, who he credits for his success. There's a lot of cool facts about this sh- movie, actually. Um, one that I thought was very interesting is uh, one of the screenplay writers. Is it Marguerite yep. Roberts? She was blacklisted for years for being a, having communist ideas. And she thought, there's no way that John Wayne is going to take my screenplay. Like, he's not going to do it. And John Wayne says, let's give the lady a chance. And he said it was the best Western in years.
1: And it, it kind of was. That was a pretty good Western.
0: Well, you know, there is a remake of the 2010 with mm-hmm. Jeff Bridges and Matt Damon.
1: Coen Brothers. Yes. And that's pretty good, too. Actually, oh, I actually there. saw that first before... This is the first time I saw the original version really? Yeah. I've seen
0: it a long time ago. Just, mm-hmm. you
1: know
0: my grandmother loves westerns. I've seen yeah. a lot a lot of westerns. I might
1: have seen bits and pieces but I haven't sat down and watched it all.
0: Side note, she always called me Jane Wayne. Mm-hmm.
1: She
0: said I was too tough. too grit. Yeah <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> but how do you want to start this?
1: Well, in our review of structure, we'll just start at the opening. How does it open?
0: Um, father is gonna buy ponies, Maddie. It's just
1: like a setting, like the ranch and a homestead, like a lot of scenery. They're playing the Glenn Campbell song, right? Yes. He wrote the song for the movie, which is called True Grit, right?
0: Yeah, it should have been Winestone Cowboy,
1: but (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't know where to go with that. Yeah,
0: there isn't anywhere to go with that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But then, yeah, the first scene is like the father of the homestead is heading to Fort Smith. He says goodbye to Maddie. Um, Maddie Ross the main character, he calls her a little bookkeeper because she cl- very much is
0: oh my god <laughs>
1: I'm gonna She's call my lawyer no nonsense oh, they
0: don't have phones back then
1: no nonsense little lady mm but the father's leaving to little buy little sister p- yeah that's what um, John Wayne calls her later yeah but her father is leaving to buy ponies oh uh, little Maddie calls the make sure you don't buy the ponies that are small and chicken brained
0: yeah, because Texas ponies are mm-hmm. chicken-brained. And I don't...
1: I don't, There were so many good quotes already, just at the very beginning of the movie, that I couldn't write down the context, but I wrote Mom saying this line. Quote, You can still throw a cat through the south wall.
0: Mm <laughs> I know what that is. <laughs> she was talking about... She didn't like... Um, oh, Cheney lived in their... Uh,
1: yeah. Chaney, this guy named Chaney was leaving with her father to go buy ponies at Fort Smith.
0: And she didn't like him. Yeah. She had a bad feeling about him. And because he lives, he lived like in like a chicken coop, not Uh a chicken coop. They they took him in and they had
1: this little shack that they let him live in.
0: And that's why she said that you can Mm -hmm. throw a cat at it.
1: Because that's how you reckon whether a building is good or not.
0: is by throwing a cat at it. (laughs) I do not recommend that, <laughs> but if you really need to know if your walls are sturdy, I guess.
1: Right. Then we see good old dad and the ranch hand, Chaney. Mm-hmm. Chaney is playing cards in a saloon, and it's getting crazy. He's about to fight. It's the, the dad won't allow him. He's like trying to pull him out of the tavern, but Chaney won't have it. And he pulls out a gun, and he shoots dear old dad.
0: One thing I, I have noticed, but it took watching this whole movie is that I have an idea about this family. I don't remember what state they're supposed to be in, Mm -hmm. but they're, like, super Presbyterian, like, they don't drink, and they have lawyers. So Mm -hmm. it's really funny to me, because they're not Wild West people at all. They're, you know, they're very, like, structured for a family, like... Something that we're not
1: at yeah. all. Right. <laughs> yeah, the, the whole family is like, it's like we got the little bookkeeper, and it's like they're running the business together, and it's, yeah. you know, they're right on the money. They're always on, on target, unlike Luke Skywalker.
0: Unlike <laughs> Luke Skywalker.
1: <laughs> they don't go by their feelings. Maddie's keeping the books. Yeah. Trust in your feelings, Luke. <laughs> no, that's not going to have any hearsay from Maddie at all.
0: No. Maddie is... Another fun fact. Actress Ken Darby, who played Maddie Ross, is the mom from one of my favorites, Better Off Dead, Hmm. with John Cusack, which I love that movie. It's hilarious to me. It's been a
1: long time since I've seen that movie.
0: I I own it. It's a good movie. It's my favorite. Christmas! Uh, (laughs) It's so good. Anyway,
1: so the when Cheney shoots the father, I think that's like the hook that starts the story rolling. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly we're at Fort Smith, I think, and Maddie gets off the train to head to the embalmer where they meet, or they're they're going to meet
0: it, the uh, Undertaker guy, the, the Undertaker,
1: yeah. and see, but they're not there yet.
0: No, he's he's there for the public hanging. Yeah, everybody, it's a like really like. Family event,
1: mm-hmm. public
0: hangings. There's kids There's,
1: swinging in the background.
0: They're they're selling hot tamales. Peanuts. Yes. It's like, it's a family affair. And
1: everybody's singing Amazing Grace.
0: Yes. Because nothing like singing Amazing Grace before you watch a bunch of people break their necks
1: mm-hmm. on a rope. And Manny at some point says, who knows what's in a man's heart, which maybe we're going to find out throughout this movie. It's a fart. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's like, she's looking for this judge. He's like, oh, he's a hanging judge. And she's like, oh, I like the sound of that. Tom Cheney would get his due before such a judge. Mm-hmm. And then they go to the embalmer and see the, the her father's corpse. And-, and she mentions the guy she's with, my friend mm-hmm. Colonel Point Dexter. She calls him. Says something about they're looking for Cheney. Cheney's got a mark from gunpowder in his skin on his face, I think.
0: Yeah, it's a black mark on us. Uh-huh. And she's
1: asking, like, who's the best like bounty hunter around here? And they're like, well, the meanest is Rooster.
0: Oh, good old Rooster Cogburn.
1: And Maddie says, "I won't rest until Tom Cheney's barking in hell." As you. Yeah, that's a good do. line. Good line. Yeah, yeah.
0: But-
1: and she leaves uh, Colonel Poindexter with the fix, settle the whole embalming situation with her father. Maddie's no nonsense. She's like, I'm. Gonna see about this Rooster Cogburn, and I think that's where we first meet Rooster. in The next scene, he's bringing back prisoners. He got a load of prisoners, and she's all determined, resourceful, and everything. And she wants to meet him, but she gets turned away. Right? Yes. Like
0: you know. he he kind of shut the door on her. Yeah, he was just <laughs> right like in her face. Yeah, like he doesn't know what this <clears throat> little ship is up to.
1: And then I, I think we're at the boarding house.
0: Oh my god. The boarding house where everybody chews so fucking loud. Yep. Oh, my God. I I hate the sound of people eating.
1: And Maddie is, like, super cheap. Like, she's complaining about how much little bits. Someone offers her extra food, and she's like, mm, I don't know if it's worth that much.
0: Oh, the but, entitlement is strong.
1: But then uh, we meet uh, Labeef.
0: Oh, Glenn Campbell. Yeah. Yes.
1: And he's He kind of likes it. He's like, hi, hey, what's your name? Eh. And he guesses her name. She doesn't like him. She says he needs a bath and a shave, and she'd like to go to bed now. They make her sleep. There's too many people there, so she has to sleep with Grandma Turner.
0: Yeah. Imagine that.
1: Mm-hmm. It's a room with Grandma Turner.
0: Why didn't they put La beef in there? Yeah. Grandma Turner probably needs some excitement, and
1: he's got the beef. <laughs> <laughs> and I think he's, she's asking about Rooster again. And like, well, he loves to pull a cork. I know that. meaning he drinks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I felt necessary to explain that.
0: <laughs> yeah, you had to. Because I was like, whoa. <laughs> all right."
1: Manny's got her father's pocket watch she carries with her. And then I think it's the next day and they're at court. And the judge needs Peppermint to settle his stomach.
0: Well, he's a judge. hmm Judges, judge. And it's hard judging.
1: Judging?
0: Just, you got to do a lot of judging. I don't know. Everybody
1: does it all the time on, on social media.
0: Yeah, fucking social media. <laughs> I'm telling you. If you are one of those people that Everything. comment on every article, you need to reevaluate your life and figure out what is missing. Is it happiness, fun, life, a job?
1: Everybody wants to be on the people's court. Yeah. Anyway, we're in court and Mr. Cogburn takes a stand. Oh. And we start asking him questions. Like, uh how long have you been a deputy marshal, about four years. How many men you shot? And he's like, shot or killed? Hmm? Oh, 12, 15, Then he finally missed. Oh, actually, 23 killed. I don't know. They're trying to make him, him look bad. lawyer is.
0: He's always going backward when he is backing away. He doesn't know. Remember that comment? Uh-uh. He says, I don't know. i always going backwards when they're backing away.
1: Oh, yeah. That was a good one. You got that right enough? Yeah. But anyway, uh, after the trial. Uh, Maddie follows him down, tracks him down. She's always on him. They tell me you're a man with true grit. And she asks him to kill Tom Chaney for a $50 reward. Something says that's a cult dragoon. Hmm. You're nothing but a corn nubbin. I don't remember. Yeah, no said. bigger
0: than a corn nubbin. You're no
1: big- oh, so Rooster's talking to Maddie and says, you're no bitter- bigger than a corn nubbin.
0: Which hmm. is what is a corn nubbin?
1: Uh, a piece of corn that somebody ate all the corn off. Cobb of corn?
0: Copacorn? Capricorn cop Capricorn. corn This is uh, pretty uh, weird. A
1: capcopia hmm.
0: I I'm just wondering, like
1: mm-hmm.
0: a corn oven.
1: I should know we used to grow corn when I was a kid.
0: Yeah. Jason was almost a farm boy.
1: I, I was but I was an indoors kid and I stayed inside playing Sega Genesis.
0: But you grew up with goats and
1: Mm-hmm. There are goats and there's cows.
0: You were against me wanting mm-hmm. a goat? Yeah. You're like, they're vile, asshole.
1: Vile creatures.
0: Well, they're spawns of Satan. Yeah. That's why I like them.
1: I rode a goat to my cousin's house next door.
0: How many can say that?
1: <laughs> Drink some goat's milk. Mm-hmm. I like goat's milk. Uh, watched them giving birth, too. Watched a goat giving birth and cows giving birth. Also watched uh, a bull being... Uh, castrated? Sort of. It would eventually be castrated after the rubber band <laughs> rotted its testicles off. Ooh. Yeah, you just put a rubber band on there, and eventually it rots and falls off.
0: That's all you got to do? I guess. Have you tried it?
1: No. Yeah. <laughs> um, those testicles are over a foot long, by the way.
0: Yeah, I've seen them. They're horrible. <laughs> Actually, a fun story <clears throat> is, um, you know, I'm uh, I'm in this city. You know, I grew up in the city. I mean, my grandmother, uh, my mom's mom had chickens and shit like that, but I was real little back then. I barely, I have memories of it, but, um, I went to your family's property for something, but remember when the cow got my way Yeah, and I couldn't leave <laughs> because there, the cow got loose and then somebody you somebody related to a cousin or something uh-huh. like had a, like, get the cow and the cow was being stubborn and Mm -hmm. I was like I actually had a traffic jam with a cow (laughs) and it was just stared at me and I couldn't leave I've never had that happen before Mm -hmm. I have had people in my way Mm but never had a cow don't have a cow man
1: (laughs) anyway at some point uh, Rooster is intrigued enough to say okay I'm interested in getting some money and they go back to his place. Says meet my, f-, or she wants to meet his family.
0: Yeah. And he's like, hey,
1: meet my father, Chin Li, like this
0: <laughs> shop owner. Yep, yeah,
1: Chinese shop owner, I think. And she's she's delighted. She's like, oh, this is cool. I never seen chopsticks before. Then they start playing cards after dinner. Figures expenses. It's like I got a hundred dollars. I give you fifty in advance. And she complains about him drinking whiskey. He's like, a touch of it wouldn't do you no harm. I think that means what does that mean? She's a stick in the mud.
0: Yeah, she's got something stuck in her butt.
1: Oh, and there's a rat. There's a rat.
0: Oh, he shoots a rat. And yeah. And
1: Rooster says, "Mr. Rat." A rat, rip for, for a rat. Jesus. And Manny picks it up by the tail. Rooster's getting drunk.
0: She throws it outside in the cat for the cat and said that it was supposed to be his job.
1: So I I don't know who said this. I didn't write it down. But somebody says if I had an old horse pistol like that, I wouldn't be scared of no booger, man.
0: Uh, John Wayne said that. Okay. Um, Rooster says that because she has her father's gun. Mm. It's just that big... Yep. Yeah. Revolver. And then um, Glenn Campbell, a.k.a. La Beef, mm-hmm. called Maddie by her name.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And she got back to the bro- boarding house. Oh, yeah. They're
1: back and says he knew it because he talked to her mom... Yes. He has. He already has a pic, picture of Ch- Chaney. His real name is Theron Jonesford. And LeBeef is a sergeant of the Texas Rangers. Yep. Right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He's got a, a rat for a rat uh, for uh, Chaney as well. But it's from Senator Bibbs. He shot Senator Bibbs bird dog, and then I guess he shot the senator, too? Is that what That's happened? what I sound like. He says it's a two-man job to take him alive.
0: Oh. And... Then he warned her.
1: Yeah, she gives him some lip about that. Yeah, she want him. Yeah,
0: yeah, she so. wants. He wants to take Cheney back to Texas yeah. to get hung, right. and she's like, "No, I want him to be hung at wherever they are, mm-hmm. because I want him to die because for what he did to my father."
1: Right. Then La Beef. Before this, I had half a mind to steal a kiss from you, but you're what? You're young, even though you're. Young and unattractive. Yeah. I have half a mind to something like give her some licks with a belt.
0: Yes. So not only was he like, hey, I might sexually assault you Mm because you're a child. I'm going (laughs) to also abuse you. Now I want to abuse you.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Which is really weird.
1: But she has a sick burn after that. She says people of your state, as in Texas, Mm -hmm. cultivate their... Yeah, sorry. They cultivate their hair like lettuce.
0: Yes, they have bad hair.
1: Sick burn. Yeah. Nice.
0: Yeah. I I, I wouldn't even know how to react if somebody (laughs) said that to me.
1: (laughs) That is like, (laughs) who says stuff like that anymore? That's brilliant.
0: You cultivate your hair like cabbage or lettuce. Mm -hmm. Oh my god.
1: Wow, that's just like, that's just would stun a person nowadays you'd be thinking about that for a long time mm-hmm. you do not even understand that you were insulted for a second
0: you're gonna be taking showers and thinking of that like uh-huh. it would be like years <laughs> later and you're being in the shower and you're like yeah. it hits your head like oh my god what did that mean
1: uh-huh that's that's like the worst burn of all i mean that's like the worst burn of all. but like that's a good burn because it's going to stick with you s- for a while. stick with you, and, and you don't even get it, so it makes you even feel more stupid than you did originally. You're going
0: to wake up in the middle of the night and be like,
1: my hair is like lettuce and I cultivate what? <laughs> what am I doing
0: with my life? <laughs> or somebody would say that to me.
1: He did have his hair slicked pretty nicely.
0: Yeah.
1: He was making fun of him.
0: Like a rhinestone cowboy. Yeah, he
1: is kind of like the rhinestone cowboy. Yes, it's like he's from Texas. Everybody's dissing on Texas in this movie. Rooster is like, huh. those Texas people are. Yeah, they're still so fancy. They're like spoiled.
0: <laughs> Texas, is like the new California,
1: mm-hmm.
0: or now like those
1: city folk in Texas. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah I don't know, San Antonio. <clears throat> yeah. yeah.
1: So uh, mm-hmm. then Maddie goes to a horse trader. And gives him some shit when he tries to pull. She tries to. Yeah, he tries to pull one over on her. And they're bargaining. And, she, and that's where she first brings up the lawyer. She starts threatening everybody with the lawyer.
0: Oh my god.
1: Getting deals on the ponies that her father bought or selling back. My
0: lawyer will get a hold of you.
1: Jane Noble Daggett. Yes. She is capable. She's a capable woman.
0: Or she just has a lawyer.
1: No, I think all around she's pretty capable. She's yeah. uh, a strong, independent woman.
0: She don't need push, no man. Well, kind of. She needs Rooster.
1: A little bit. Yeah. want yeah. to kill him, motherfucker.
0: Well, she wants him hung. Oh, yeah, you're really. right.
1: You gotta take him alive. Yeah. That's even harder. Mm-hmm. It's like she wants to hire Batman. Mm-hmm. She's not hiring, like, the Punisher. She's hiring, like, Batman or Spider-Man or somebody. He's not Batman. Rooster. Which superhero is Rooster?
0: Rooster is... Man, if Rooster was a superhero... Wolverine? Yeah, <laughs> Wolverine killed people though, didn't he?
1: He did sometimes. Yeah. Well, so does Rooster.
0: Oh, he does.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So yeah, he's not noble like Batman. He's no.
1: just. He's not rich either. Mm-mm. Mm. He's close to Wolverine. Uh, maybe we'll think of a better one later. But yeah. for now, okay. Then she goes back to Rooster and she finds him asleep. I've never seen anyone sleep at ten a.m. So he's like, "Are we ready to go?" And he's like, "You're not going, baby sister." And then I think this is near the point where we call it the first plot point when they actually take off. She's like, "I made up a contract; you sign it." She buys a horse to go along with them. She names it Little Blackie, and then all of a sudden, little LeBou-
0: oh man, Rooster did says that he should paddle her rump Rooster um, does. Yeah, they're always warning about paddling her uh-huh. and whipping her. Like it's so weird.
1: How old is she supposed to be?
0: I don't know. I've been wondering that.
1: Yeah. She's like...
0: 16, 14?
1: Yeah. At least 16, I think. She
0: might be 14 in the story. Yeah, in
1: the story, maybe originally. I don't know how old the actress was Mm -hmm. at the time. Either 16 to 18, I'm thinking.
0: I know. She had kids in the 80s. She was a mom in the movies in the 80s. Mm -hmm. And this is
1: 1969.
0: Yeah.
1: 10, 15 years later.
0: Well, usually they have the actress to be a lot older than mm-hmm. what they play. Because dealing with children on the set is
1: awful. Who's the child John Cusack? He's like, I'm gonna, I want to make uh, distortion pedals, Mom.
0: His distortion pedals are great. <laughs> Cusack pedals are great. John Cusack is great. So. Anyway. So.
1: Labeef and Rooster are talking together and they want to figure the split. They want to team up for the bigger money, the, the beef money. He's like, it's a two-man job, you know, like, More. Rooster's like, yeah, actually, that's probably a good idea. But Maddie's pissed about it.
0: Of course. She's like, I gave you $25. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, she's, she's going to get that $25 back. She's going to get hired and then, to get that 25 bucks back.
0: And he was like, she's like, where's that, <coughs> where that money I gave you? And he mm-hmm. was like, I spent it. Yep. What did he spend it on?
1: Oh, take a wild guess.
0: Magic the Gathering cards. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know. He doesn't strike me quite. Hmm.
0: Now John Wayne's going to haunt me for saying that. <laughs> you know, also John Wayne. Well,
1: yeah, he's rolling over his grave for you accusing him of that. But they take off. The Beef and Rooster are like, okay, we're going to do this. But Maddie's following him the whole way. And they're like, you're not going. But they're at a river and they have to take this ferry, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and they, they make up the story that she's a runaway.
0: Yeah. Like, and that there's a $50 reward mm-hmm. for her. And this guy tries to, like, get for, on your horse. Yep.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. She smacks him with her hat. Yeah. That was kind of funny.
0: That was hilarious.
1: And takes off on her horse. And she tries to cross the river. And the horse is, like, has to swim. It's, like, too. Too deep. Yeah. Almost. And Rooster goes, by God, she reminds me of me. But they meet at the other side. They try to take off, get away from her. She's like, they can't get away from little Blackie. They're headed, they're letted down with a fat man and iron, she says. hmm So, she's trying to follow him still, and then all of a sudden, LaBeef jumps out of nowhere and spanks her with a switch. Yes. Not once, not three times. Just. It's like 30, 40 times.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and, he, and then.
1: He's spanking her over and over and over.
0: And then uh, Rooster says, enough.
1: You're, an You're enjoying it too, too much. much.
0: Which is creepy. <laughs> yeah. Creepy times ten.
1: He calls him a Texas brush popper. Mm. Leave her alone. And then they get at, And then he tells her to get on her horse. They finally accept her.
0: oh she's supposed to sit after that.
1: Yeah. At least Rooster accepts her at this point. And then there's epic scenery and music again. Oh, yeah. traveling, traveling. Traveling. Epic scenery. And? And then they eat dinner. Ned is spotted somewhere where they're eating stew. My horse is better than your horse. Yeah. Conversation. And Maddie, I thought, was going to tell the story of the Midnight Caller. Oh, yeah. And she's like, I'll tell it to you if you stop drinking. And he says, That baby sister is no trade. So we never get to hear the story of the Midnight Caller. Maddie was going to tell a nice little story.
0: Well, if some little shithead told me to stop drinking, I'd be like, yeah. and they can tell me some story called the Midnight Caller, and they don't drink, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I probably don't want to hear it.
1: And then Labeef shoots a turkey. Yes. And then they make fun of him for it. Yeah. And they're like, how are we supposed to eat this turkey if it's all chewed up? Like it's
0: Too close of range, yeah. They're making
1: fun of his big gun, like he's compensating, like he's got a Ferrari or something.
0: Well,
1: he's got a little penis. Exactly. They're making fun of him. They're like, yeah, too much gun. Like, he's compensating. They didn't say that, but that's what they meant. And they bigger the gun, and then then, all the penis. And then I, Jason, said something really stupid at this point. Because they show more scenery. And I go, did Ansel Adams paint this fucking shit? But I forgot that Ansel Adams doesn't paint at all. He takes photographs. Yeah. But I thought that was a good quote from By Me. It was. I should have said, did Ansel Adams... Photograph this fucking shit.
0: I smiled if I missed the part that you said painted. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: but yeah, you know when you're at the doctor's office and mm-hmm. you know Ansel Adams is there to ease your nerves before they poke you with some needles or.
1: I don't know. There's usually the dentist, like like a dog looks like he's flying with its ears. That's a
0: dentist. Oh, it's that's
1: a dentist. because
0: dentists, They you know I mean if I was a dentist I'd be under gas all the time.
1: It's a flying dog on the ceiling. That's all I'm saying. You okay?
0: Yeah, I have sneezes. Because
1: it sounds like you're pretending to sneeze.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Choo! (laughs) Choo! Nobody sneezes louder than a dad. True. Dad sneezes are crazy.
1: Some people do it really weird. It doesn't even sound like a sneeze. They're like...
0: (laughs) That's what my dad (laughs) sounds like. It's like...
1: (laughs) <laughs> it doesn't even sound like it. <laughs> At
0: least mine are like, It's you! It's you!
1: Like <laughs> a little birdie.
0: The thing, too, about this movie so far is that okay, we got a Texas guy, Ranger guy, and then we have John Wayne who's playing this rough, tough neck guy Mm -hmm. who's like bounty hunter Mm -hmm. and then we have this little girl right and the little girl is just outsmarting like everyone yeah just like
1: she's the most resourceful putting everything together
0: it's just amazing it's amazing but which you know this is based on a book yeah but so i'm curious about this book in a way but yeah i wonder
1: the difference between the book and the screenplay
0: No, if a communist read it kidding
1: mm-hmm. i'm kidding but so they find a shack and they're looking for a place to oh, sleep
0: and this guy looks like henry Zabrowski.
1: <laughs> last podcast on left.
0: yes my favorite okay and he's an actor too
1: You're like there's no room for you here okay so there's this get bad guy who doesn't want them in their shack yep and so they assume he's a bad guy and they they climb them off. Yeah, they climb on the chimney, puts a jacket over the chimney to smoke him out. And something about coal oil, maybe put coal oil ooh, Oh, oil. they
0: we're gonna they threaten to do that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so when he finally gets smoked out, Rooster shoots Emmett Quincy, who's that guy you were talking about? Yeah. Two guys come out, they hit the dirt, They're like, okay, don't shoot. And Dennis Hopper shows up. And he's hurt in the leg. His name is Moon in this movie. Yep. And they said, Where'd you see Ned Pepper? And Ned Pepper, um, Rooster believes that the Ned Pepper gang that he knows, that Chaney must have fallen in with them. That's yeah. how they're trying to find Chaney, because he believes that.
0: They're going to be in native territory. And
1: he said, If you want to, if you won't talk, you can keep busy. And he throws that dead turkey at him.
0: Yes, and then he's <laughs> like plucking it badly.
1: Uh-huh. Maddie says, I don't like the way you look.
0: She doesn't like the way he's stabbing the turkey either. Yeah.
1: So they start they start uh, doing bad cop, bad cop to, uh, or good cop. Maybe there's a little good cop, bad cop to the to Dennis Hopper there.
0: hmm
1: He's like, you're going to die or if, if we don't, you know, if you don't rat out uh, the Ned Pepper gang. Yeah. Like, so we can take you to a hospital if you tell us at least. Or it, they do some shit like that. And he starts to rat him out. And then the other guy, Quincy, stabs him. Right?
0: Mm-hmm. So what happened is, is Brewster, no, he cuts his fingers, cuts Moon's fingers. Okay. And then Brewster shoots Quincy, and then Quincy stabs Moon as they're falling down.
1: Right. But Moon, or Dennis Hopper, gives them some information that Ned Pepper is going to be by there soon.
0: Yeah, that's why it happened.
1: Mm-hmm. So this is, I think, the midpoint, where they gain some new knowledge about what's going on, or how to get... You know what I mean? Yeah. So we're calling this the midpoint area when they get this information. Something about uh, Maddie finds one of Papa's old gold pieces. So they got proof that, yeah, Chaney is involved with them. Yeah. Yeah, that's the part of the knowledge that they gain. So they're on the right path, when they discover. And so they decide to set up an ambush, all sniper style.
0: I got got a funny note here.
1: Somebody's called a corn dodger.
0: And it says uh, they don't trust Labeef with getting Chaney without... Killing him because of the job he did with the turkey.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then uh, I think they asked Rooster how he lost his eye.
0: And Nola, his wife, that left him. Uh, well, that's nothing to do with this eye.
1: Yeah. A little scrape out of Kansas. Rooster used to have a boy. He never liked me anyway. They People claim that he stole stuff. He said he never did. But then there was some scrap in Kansas where he said he... This is going to show up later in the movie. He said, I took the reins in my teeth, shooting two Navy Sixes. So he could shoot with both hands. And, there's, and somehow they mention his cat. Old General, he names it.
0: Cats don't belong to anybody. And that's true.
1: But he, the, you read the rest of the sentence? Mm-mm. Cats don't belong to nobody. Of course, I depend on him. Rooster. Like cats. you Can you believe that?
0: Eh, I can see that. Because I think a lot of people that are very introverted and have a lot of... Yeah, maybe. They like cats because cats will only accept you when they want you.
1: He spent a lot of time alone being drunk and had to think about his life. Yeah. And and,
0: and his wife did leave him to go back to her first husband. Right.
1: Yeah, yeah. and he lost and he hasn't seen his kid.
0: Yeah. Et cetera. So there's a little backstory. <clears throat> little backstory.
1: So that's the only person he's got his life well besides mr chen lee his father
0: yeah chen lee is cool <laughs> he's a cool man
1: so then uh rooster wakes up moon is telling the truth here come ned pepper's men which is robert duval is the leader of the gang and they're all set up in the ambush but um it seems like labeef shoots too early and most of them get away he shoots the wrong guy pepper jumps on the guy's horse and runs off yep. they don't call him lucky ned pepper for nothing Wasn't
0: it Labeef that uh, he shot the young boy? There was a few people they shot, actually.
1: Yep. He killed a boy, it says.
0: Yeah.
1: But Maddie actually starts to respect Labeef a little bit, because he hurt himself, and she wraps up his hand.
0: Yep. And Rooster makes fun of Labeef about the war, says buried funny, there's some sort of testicle war going on between the two.
1: Yeah, there's some argument. Uh, The rules change. Young fella, if if you're looking for trouble, I'll accommodate you. Otherwise, leave it alone.
0: You know, Rooster starts drinking. He falls off his horse. And then when he's landed on the ground, he's like, here. And he keeps slapping the ground, like, here. Like, we're going to hang out here. And then Tapeworm, that was 20 foot.
1: Uh, Wait, I think you're ahead of me for a second. I I wrote something about how Labeef is actually on her side now. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The they, rules change. The yeah. rules. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, well, I think that was the second pinch point. By the way, the the fight when they ambush. Yeah. Uh, Ned Pepper, but it all goes to shit. Things like kind of kind of go wrong here for a bit. And I was like, so they lost their chance, and they got to do more traveling and more music, looking for sign. Then this the, the scene you're talking about where Rooster he falls off his horse. He's so drunk, and he says, "We'll camp here because he can't get up anymore." Apparently, and then there's the, what you're saying, uh, the story where someone says. He's carrying around a twenty-foot tapeworm along with his other responsibilities. Mm-hmm.
0: This is also when he starts bitching about women, saying so they have oh, yeah. no generosity. She's like, "What about the twenty-five dollars that I paid you?"
1: Um, yeah. I said. Well, at I... some point he said, "He a man will never." He's referring to his past when he had to work for a woman or something. Mm-hmm. And he said, "A man will never work for a woman unless he's got clabber for brains." And then she reminds him, "Hey, you're working for me."
0: Something about show concern about thing, wiping, and hand-washing?
1: I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
0: know what that is either. something about butt-wiping and hand-washing.
1: Mm-hmm. Can't go wrong with that.
0: So, okay, I know why I wrote this down. About the. It says, I show concern about butt-wiping and hand-washing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's because this whole time I was wondering, I asked you, <laughs> what are they wiping their butts with? And then you're like, leaves. And I was like, everything is like pine trees. <laughs> and then
1: pine you're cones. like,
0: pine cones and <laughs> leaves of grass. And I'm like, how are they washing their hands?
1: Yeah. I mean, they tend to be around rivers, but not always. No. And it might be a little hike to wash your hands. They just wipe everything, in the, their hands in the dirt.
0: It's still poop.
1: Yeah.
0: Poop is gross. I I just...
1: You just want pure naturalism and you know, you want to see everybody on the toilet in a movie.
0: But I do wanna know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: It's a concern of mine. It's like when you go on vacation I guess to
1: them it was like this is it's not even worth mentioning because it's just life. When you but, go uh, But if you took a character who was from the city, maybe they'd be like there'd be a scene about that.
0: But no, seriously though, like when you go on a vacation and you're like
1: you know what we're going to watch? City Slickers. Oh, my God. And... <laughs> I poop bigger than you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, when you go on a vacation and, like, you're worried about, like, am I going to be comfortable here? Yeah. Am I, I going to be able to uh, release myself in peace? Well, I...
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: Yeah. I don't know. It was a concern of mine. It's always a concern of
1: mine. Yeah. Good point. And
0: then <clears throat> we saw Maddie, after I said this, we see Maddie like walking down a hill. Uh huh. And.
1: We're, yeah, I think maybe it's because you thought she was going to relieve herself. Like, why is she walking up into the woods and the camera's following her? Yeah. Does she have to. She's
0: finally going to poop.
1: She's in poop. finally going to poop. And all of a sudden she slides down. Yeah, the like, poop. Like this hill. <laughs> <laughs> she slides down this hill. An accident, and all of a sudden, boom! She stumbles across Cheney himself, like out of nowhere. At the, the guy the she's river. looking for, just her and him at yeah, the river. The river, and he's like, "I know you. You're the bookkeeper." And she pulls that big old horse pistol on Cheney, but he's not scared. He's like, "You better cock your piece, no, yeah. all the way back." But she, like, he doesn't think she's gonna shoot. But she does shoot, but it's so powerful, she drops the gun. She's holding it all wrong, by the way. Mm-hmm. I could, I, before she even shot, I was like, "No." You're holding it so sloppy. Yeah. Well, this is before everybody watched action movies. Like, Well, action movies
0: aren't that. Have you actually shot a gun? Yeah. Yeah. Like They're powerful I things. know, but I mean,
1: they're not always accurate action movies, but mm-hmm. I mean, they at least give you some idea. You see cops holding their, their guns a certain way when they go into a scene or something. But she's holding it totally wrong. Because nobody... They should have. She were, She grew up on a farm. I know and she's a bookkeeper. She should have had some experience. They, she went coon hunting, she was talking about, with her father. Yeah, but and they she don't shoot
0: revolvers. Right.
1: And co- yeah, maybe coon it was hunting. a rifle. She just yeah. wasn't used to revolvers. Yeah. It does seem weird that, as capable as she is, she didn't know how to hold a gun right and dropped it. Because she's super capable and knows everything.
0: Maybe she was watching a lot of gangster movies at the time.
1: I don't think even they hold it like that. She wasn't trying to hold it sideways or anything. <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> she wasn't pop. Somebody did. Somebody in this movie did say something about popping a cap and somebody. I know. I did.
0: <laughs> I, I remember. I kind of giggled.
1: <clears throat> but anyway, she drops the gun because she's holding it all wrong, and she yells up to the uh, beef and rooster, "I'm down here. I got Cheney," and calls him a piece of trash, and he's surprised. He's like, "I never thought you'd do it." Did he actually, like, did she actually wing him, or I forget? She, she just got him. him. And then she does do it again, but the gun misfires, and Cheney charges and smacks her.
0: He smacks her around.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He grabs her, and his men start shooting at Rooster and the beef.
1: hmm
0: She lies again about how many men they have with them. One of the guys, Ned, attacks the girl, and uh, there's a chicken man.
1: Yeah, I mentioned chicken man, but I didn't explain it. I thought I would remember that.
0: You don't remember Chicken Man?
1: What well, it was Chicken Man,
0: he just kept going. Oh, yeah. One
1: of the gang guys. He yeah, didn't, he never had like real. Uh, no, lines. you're just, he just a made Chicken made Man. Weird noises.
0: You just <laughs> he made chicken noises. Yeah.
1: So I, I we're calling this whole section the second plot point. It was like the lowest point for the main character. She's captured, mm-hmm. or just about, and we've finally entered Act Three, where we can finally. Have a showdown with all the main pro tags and antags.
0: Antags, pro tags.
1: But um, so she's taken hostage. She's kidnapped. Everything's gone wrong. Yes. Uh, Chaney's getting bandaged because the revolver misfired or something. Oh yeah. By the way, uh, Ned Pepper was yelling at uh, Rooster. He's like, "I got this girl. I'll kill her." You know. And you got five minutes. So she he backs off. Rooster backs off, etc. And she's taken hostage. Ned to Chaney says, six hours, oh, because they're going to take off, I think, if they're either they're going to leave or they're going to try to take out Rooster. I forget why they're leaving. But um, they leave her with Chaney.
0: They give her... people. They were going to do a showdown mm-hmm. kind of thing. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. And Rooster was trying to, like, kind of sideswipe them, because I think Ned himself, he was trying to give Ned a chance, I think.
1: Ned being Robert Duvall. Yeah.
0: Yeah, of just, like, giving up fucking Chaney, and he doesn't have to deal with.
1: Right. You give her a chance, like, give us Chaney, but he doesn't decide to do it. He leaves her with Chaney, says, you got six hours, keep the girl safe. If she don't, you don't either. Yeah. So he threatens, that if something happens to the girl, you're going to get in trouble.
0: Well... And then also, kind of had like a weird connection with Maddie too. They start talking about she told him why she was after Chaney <laughs> and etc. She hired uh, Rooster because mm-hmm. you know he was a man with true grit that she mm-hmm. heard about, and and he kind of like okay. You're like, right. I think
1: Matt Pepper gets it. It's just like he's in so deep in the criminal underworld. Like yeah,
0: he can't. He like appreciated yeah her right. And that's why his- he's like,
1: Yeah, I would want to kill Chaney too, but I'm kind of uh, in oh. trouble, and I got to just keep myself safe at this point. Do yeah. whatever I can.
0: For himself.
1: Yeah. But then he's, she's Maddie's left alone with Chaney. They mentioned the rattlesnakes down in that pit. Yeah. I'll throw you in it if you give me some shit. And then I think this is when the climax begins. Maddie throws boiling water in Chaney's face.
0: Mm
1: hmm. Uh, but then Labeef is around, he fires a warning shot. And Cheney says this line he's actually been saying a couple times. Everything's against me. Mm -hmm. Oh, poor me. He's like, oh, everybody hates me. Nobody likes me. It's all them against me. It's nothing to do with my stupid-ass actions.
0: Most people feel that way, I think.
1: Yeah, a lot of times. But this guy's really obviously (laughs) causing his own shit. Most
0: assholes. Yeah. Assholes are like that, Mm -hmm. yeah. Narcissism. It's called narcissism. Yeah,
1: he's totally... Not in touch with reality. Mm-mm. That's why he's such an asshole.
0: Sociopath.
1: Yeah, probably.
0: But Yeah, he
1: shot that he shot the guy that took him in. hmm Just so he could play more cards.
0: Yeah. He doesn't give a fuck.
1: Yeah. He's
0: he's just a douche.
1: Then we get to another I don't know if it's the climactic moment yet, but it's a big moment in the climax when Ned Pepper and his gang as well as like what, four or five of them? The meet in the clearing versus Brewster himself.
0: Ned he's, is bartering with him. Mm-hmm. And bolt talk for a one eyed fat man.
1: Yep. Oh, it's They La- keep calling
0: uh, John Wayne a, a fat man. F- a fat
1: man, yeah.
0: It's just really funny to me.
1: But uh, right before that, Labeef yells that he's got Maddie. Make a run for it. Oh, it's because Labeef shot at Chaney, I guess. And he thought he freed Maddie for a second. But Rooster is. Sh- what does it say? Shoot you or hanged something? I don't know. It was happening too fast for me to write it all down. Then what you just said, bold talk for. Fat man. One-eyed fat man. One-eyed fat man. And then here's this cool moment when he does it again, when he mentioned it happened before. Rooster Cogburn puts the his reins of his horse in his teeth and charges four or five men by himself so he can shoot two guns at the same time. And they go bang, ba-dang, ba-dang bang, bang. Bang, ba-dang, ba-dang, bang, bang,
0: ba-dang, bang, ba-dang, 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 bang, 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 bang,
1: bang, I say Rooster gets shot, but I think um his horse got shot. Yes. Even though Rooster shot like all the others, or
0: he didn't shoot every, them all,
1: everybody but most of them but Ned. But Rooster gets his horse gets shot, and his horse falls down, and he's trapped underneath his horse.
0: Yeah, he has a leg underneath his yeah. horse.
1: He's reaching for gun, his gun. Ned Pepper is all bloody. He says, I'm shot to pieces. And then the beef shoots him. Maddie's like, Yeah, I like the beef. Some bully shot, she says. She must have been, uh, the Teddy Roosevelt president by then.
0: Yeah, probably.
1: It's like 1880s, I think, is when this is set, yeah. I think they said. And he was a president 1890s.
0: A weird, uh, I'm not saying anything bad about Turn of it. the century. Yeah, turn of the century, but it's an interesting president. Mm-hmm. It'd be nice to have an interesting president again.
1: Uh, well, no. <laughs> That's plenty interesting. I just don't not not in in the way you want. Good way. Yeah. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> not in a good way. Exactly.
0: Not in a good way.
1: But then uh, Rooster's talking to his horse. He's like, damn you, Bo. This is the first time you gave me a reason to cuss ya. Hmm? <laughs> I think that's his way of giving his horse a compliment. Yeah. But then... Uh,
0: it's the horse's fault.
1: Yeah. It's, man, you were a good horse till this moment.
0: <laughs> Until you got shot.
1: Yeah, you dumb horse getting shot.
0: <laughs> you fucking asshole. <laughs> I thought you had a bulletproof vest on. Huh?
1: Mm-hmm. If you were a better horse, you wouldn't have got shot. Yeah. <laughs> And then, um, oh, Chaney gets knocked down by LaBeef. Maddie shoots Chaney, I say, and falls. Maddie falls down into the snake pit.
0: Oy, vey. Um,
1: I think this is a climactic moment, basically. So either it's when Maddie shoots Chaney, you know, the well, ultimate. Maddie
0: bone. tries to shoot him. She tries to shoot him. She falls into the snake so pit. She falls.
1: But Rooster comes up and shoots Chaney. And then he falls into the pit.
0: She's trying not to fall further. She's, like, holding on, but she has a broken arm. Uh And, uh...
1: She's smacking at this snake. Yeah. She's like, hurry, I'm in a bad way! Her arm's broken. Yeah. But she keeps antagonizing this fucking snake. Like, whipping, like, her
0: Mm -hmm. shirt
1: at it, or what was it? A stick. Uh, A stick? Yeah. A switch? There's a lot of switches.
0: Yeah, a lot of spanking. (laughs) A lot of spanking. I mean, yeah. well, she's attacking... I'm surprised this is not on Pornhub.
1: Well, yeah. And then she's attacking the phallic symbol, which, yeah, you would at this point, right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> stop it! Yeah. No! Stop it, stop it. No, no, no! Mm hmm. So, Rooster shoots at the snake. He gets her. He shoots at the snake. The snake
1: bites her before he.
0: Sh- yes. He's like, I wish that Texan would have been here. Uh, yeah, he's
1: like, Damn damn Texan, when you need him he's dead.
0: And he's like, I ain't dead yet, you bushwhacker. Yep. Because bushwacking and porn hug are
1: <laughs> the... and then Maddie's like talking about everything she wants right now. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I want papa's gun. I want that gold piece, papa. Blah And Rooster's like, You sure you don't want the snake? Yeah. Like, how much more do you want? God damn it. Yeah. I'm trying to get you out of here. They climb out, they they have the rope. And the way they get out is they throw the rope to Labeef, who's on this horse, and they pull it with the pull them both yep. out with the horse. And then right after they get up, Labeef falls off and dies. Yep. And he's, the rooster says, Texican saved my neck twice. Once after he was dead." A lot mm-hmm. of great lines in this movie. So. And they're but be- it's better than I'll be back. Even you know or.
0: I'll be back. Hmm. Um, I mean,
1: and even though Die Hard has the great one, "Yippee ki yay, motherfucker." That's, you know, brilliant. You know, it'll go down in the annals of history. This one just got more lines. It's. Like, a lot of good lines. It was hard to write that fast enough. We had to pause the the movie a few times to write all the good lines down.
0: And a communist did it.
1: Mm
0: hmm. Well, Well, she was one of the screenplay. A lot of it could
1: be from the original, too. Yeah. So. uh, beef is dead. Yeah. Rooster's trying to cut the snake bite, he cuts Addie's arm. Madison and then
0: arm. he puts, uh...
1: Wraps it up and make a weird splint sling thing.
0: Well, he puts some plant on it. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Some medicinal herbs, I think. Is yeah, that what that he, was?
0: he's been doing... He's been playing Red Dead Redemption for a while. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we're, we're almost to that point, <laughs> Rachel. Right? I, just, I
0: just, keep thinking about Red Dead Redemption 2 right Well, wow, we're going to
1: tell your story in a minute here. Yeah. There's the perfect segue coming up. So, she's yeah. got a sling... Little Blackie is the only horse left, apparently. Yeah. And she's like, he can't carry us both. There's, I think this is quite a memorable scene. I think I remember my dad yeah. talking about this when I was a kid.
0: He, he He's riding that rough. They're,
1: they, they're both on this horse, and they're riding as fast as possible. He's like, yeah, yeah.
0: Because he wants to save her life. Yeah, to get snake. back to town yeah.
1: to fix her snake bite. And broken, broken arm. Broken arm thing. Yeah. And she's like, stop it. You're killing him. But he keeps going. And then the horse dies. Yeah. Oh. The horse dies. And now, the perfect segue for your Red Dead Redemption 2 story.
0: I had a horse. His name was Gravy. Yep. He's was a great horse. And I was on this mission. And I had to kidnap this guy and tie him up. And I put him on the back of my horse. And I'm not a patient woman. <laughs> and I was like, fuck these roads. I'm going down. on to this cliff i think my horse will make it my horse doesn't make it it's too steep and gravy died and the man got away i had to chase him and i ended up just shooting him
1: you had to put your horse down too
0: yeah i had to kill my horse i had to shoot him i had to shoot gravy but then i had to Grab my fucking saddle uh-huh. and put
1: all your shit on it.
0: With all my shit on it, and I had to fucking run for like twenty miles to go steal a fucking horse that kept fucking me in the face every time you, I. You
1: finally found like a stable. You yes. Like, oh, finally, there's a bunch of horses.
0: Well, before that, I got in a fight with somebody else. I was like, I just went up to them and they hit me. <laughs> and um, I, it was such a bad day.
1: Uh, it was the worst day.
0: It was a horrible day. and
1: Mondays, am I right?
0: Mondays. <laughs> but, like, everybody wanted to attack me. And then I couldn't get a fucking horse. I'm so far away from where I need to be and mm-hmm. do and... I shot this guy, and I didn't want to. I wanted to bring him in for more money, Mm -hmm. and it was just a shit store.
1: And then you found, like, a ranch with a bunch of horses.
0: And they kept bucking me every time (laughs) I... smacking
1: you in the face with their hooves.
0: Yes, almost killing me (laughs) every time I tried to take one. (laughs) Oy vey. And then finally, just one by chance let me just put a saddle on it, and Mm -hmm. I got to ride it. Back home, but it was like I got beat up like twice. There's two. I got beat mm-hmm. up by a woman, and then I got beat up by a man. <laughs> when was it?
1: Because I, you had to knock on somebody's. For some reason you were knocking on somebody's door.
0: I was because I wanted a horse.
1: And then they came out punching, <laughs> and then and you got knocked down into their like flower garden right in their front porch. I did. It their was little...
0: awful. Oh man. <laughs>
1: Get knocked out in the azaleas. And
0: the best thing ever, and I hated that the game didn't let me, like, do my own, like, uh, like, (coughs) talking. Mm -hmm. Because this woman, I saved this woman later in the game. She's like, I had, like, I saved her on the corner, like, she's off the road. And I was like, hey, I'll give you a ride, you know, kind of thing. I felt bad for her. And she was talking about, because her horse is dead, and her horse's name was Biscuits.
1: Oh, the Perfect.
0: And I'm like, I can't even tell her about gravy. Yeah. It won't even let me. The game won't let me tell her about my horse gravy that yeah. died.
1: It's the perfect way to like flirt with this new woman.
0: I know talking about her. Well, horse. she was old, but mm-hmm. I mean, I'm you not. Could have had ages. a
1: great, conver- great yeah, conversation. Yeah, we could have had
0: a great conversation about her horse
1: biscuit, and, and your horse gravy biscuits that just died.
0: Yeah, that just died. Uh-huh.
1: Biscuits, biscuits and gravy. And gravy.
0: I know, and it pissed me off.
1: Perfect,
0: <laughs> rock star. Listen to this. If somebody names her horse gravy, you should let them. You know, gravy was a gravy color, and I think it was around Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh, gravy! Oh, it's Christmas, Christmassy." Yeah, I was like, "What do I like? Gravy?" <laughs> and I named my horse gravy. Ta-da! But anyway.
1: So Rooster has lost his horse and I think Maddie's about passed out by now. But he stumbles across a group of people and it's a lot like Red Dead Redemption. You yes. stumble across some random people re- random people. Randomly. And you're like, fuck you, I'm stealing your horse and your wagon.
0: But it's just another red dead.
1: <laughs> yeah. But wagons like Tef- Tef-
0: are easy. It's Grand
1: Theft Auto, Western. Like
0: Wagons are hard. hmm They're hard to handle. Especially if you have people trying to shoot at you.
1: hmm And he's like, yeah, yeah. I wrote boots, exclamation point. I don't remember what that's about.
0: I have no idea.
1: And then they meet uh, the guy from earlier, the Native American guy, who will properly splint her arm. Okay, now we're in the resolution. If yeah. She gets a, a proper splint on her arm. And apparently the poison's out, or she's okay, or something. He fixed her up. Anyway, they... They, still, they did some Grand Theft Auto, Western Edition, took the wagon back to town, found somebody who knew how to fix her up.
0: Yeah. I don't know. But all we know is in the resolution is that well, she shows She shows uh, Rooster her dad's gravesite.
1: Wait, 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 wait. There's a lot of resolution before that. That all of a sudden, you know, it flashes forward in time. Rooster's playing cards with Chin Lee.
0: Yeah. In, in general. And
1: she mentions her lawyer, Jay Noble, oh, no wait, she no, doesn't mention. He, no. The lawyer actually shows up that she's been talking about this whole time.
0: And he's paying him extra.
1: Yeah. He gets extra money for saving her life. You have my thanks, and with certain reservations, you have my respect. She pays him $75, and of course she asks for the receipt.
0: Oh, he bets that his cat, that she'll be back safely. Because she's not back.
1: Betting, man, she's still yeah. sick. Yeah. He bets. So make it back to Yellow County.
0: Yeah. He bet, he bet the cat.
1: Okay. <laughs> Whatever that means. General. Okay. Oh, he bets the cat to Chin Lee?
0: No, to the lawyer.
1: Why does the lawyer want his cat? <laughs>
0: I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes you want to get rid of your animal and it <laughs> Just it. <like laughs> <laughs> <laughs> they fart too much.
1: But Rooster took Labeef's body home, and then they're at um, Maddie's daddy's grave.
0: Maddie's daddy's. In the winter. Mm-hmm.
1: To, to show that time has passed.
0: Yep. And she's fine.
1: And she wants... She actually mentions that she wants Rooster to be buried beside her family's graves.
0: And he said, oh, you can have a family, and blah, blah, like, blah. That's blah. for
1: your husband and your kids. You. She's like, you have no kin. I do not count General the cat. And then she gives him Papa's gun... Is there a new horse? She gives him a new horse? I don't
0: There's know. There's a
1: new horse involved. I don't know what that means. And then Maddie's like, you're too old to be jumping fences. Oh, he got a new horse.
0: Yeah, he yeah. got a new horse.
1: And she's like, you're too old to be jumping fences. Said, well, come to see a fat old man sometime, he says as they leave. And he jumps the fence.
0: Uh-huh.
1: The end. He ain't no fat old man. He can jump a fucking fence.
0: It's not about him. It's about the horse jumping.
1: Uh, it's a little of both. It's a little both. No. It, it takes a little bit out of you no. to be on a horse jumping fence. Not when, that much. When you got only got one eye and you're apparently fatter than they... You can see. I don't know. They're saying he's, like, really fat, even though he's just slightly overweight. You know, yeah. He's a little bit overweight, but he's not, like, what they're making him talk like, you know?
0: Yeah. They keep calling him fat. <laughs> hmm So... Ladies and gentlemen, if you like fat shaming <laughs> and... Switching. and
1: Switching, spanking.
0: Spanking <laughs> and misogyny
1: mm-hmm.
0: and underage kissing. Was there kissing? No, he said he wanted to yeah. steal a kiss. It's a movie for you. Mm-hmm. But no, it's a great movie. And, you know, John Wayne gets a lot of shit for things he has said and maybe mm-hmm. his personal politics... And I don't agree with his politics, but as an artist, as a an he's got, actor,
1: got tons of charisma. It was really a he's good a role. good
0: he's a good actor, you know. And that's one thing, but like you can't shame a whole movie or an actor based on stupid things.
1: This is a really good movie.
0: Yeah, and a lot of
1: what do you think makes it good? It's uh, most about characters, I think, is what <clears throat> makes it good. And then, it's
0: a good backstory. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the whole idea of a uh, strong protagonist, which is mm-hmm. actually Maddie. Yeah. It's not John Wayne, technically. Right. That's...
1: I mean, it's a basic revenge story, but it's got all these uh, character moments that really flush yeah. out.
0: Yeah. I mean, we got Glenn Campbell, and I want to say a lot of funny things about that, <laughs> but we have... I don't know, it just had a lot of good...
1: It's really well written, great lines, great characters.
0: <sighs> you know what it needed more of? The general.
1: More cat. What do you think some of the themes in this movie were?
0: The themes? hmm Like, in what way?
1: It's called... Well, whatever comes to your mind, what is it about?
0: It's about a girl who wants revenge for... uh uh-huh. Amanda killed her father. It's
1: about revenge. And it's about persistence and like uh, her tenacity. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a lot about like she's proving herself. She's,
0: yeah, she she's a hardcore lady.
1: Mm, she's super hardcore. Yeah, she's a badass.
0: I mean, you ever camp with dudes? <laughs> That's hard.
1: The snoring is the main problem.
0: Yeah, we're living with dudes. <laughs> We could also say that
1: another theme would be, um, even though the True Grit thing is the name of the movie, mm-hmm. so it's she like even though everybody grit. says he's, well, they both have True Grit. Really, I think mean, it's pretty obvious that she does, mm-hmm. but I think there's a lot of doubt about Rooster. Like he's past his prime. He drinks all the time. He's
0: a fat man. He's
1: fat, apparently.
0: <laughs> apparently.
1: <laughs> and and he's got the stuff. Don't count him out there at the end. Yeah. And they were, and even, oh, another, like, I wrote that line earlier, like, you can't know what's in a man's heart. Also, they're always making fun of Labeef. Yeah. For being Texan. And apparently that means you, you know, spend way too much time on doing your hair, making yourself look pretty. A lettuce. Yeah. So they think he's, like, a little fancy lad. But even he, he's saved, and Rooster admits, <laughs> even though they argued a lot, Rooster at the end is like, man, that... Texican saved my life twice, once of the times after he was dead. Like, he had true grit, too, even.
0: Everybody had true grit.
1: They did. Even though it doesn't look like they do. Like, everybody doubts Maddie. Like, yeah. you can't go along. And she proves it at the end. Even Labeef proves it at the end.
0: I'm going to call my lawyer.
1: Rooster proves it at the end, even though they doubted him for being a drunk, etc.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, you can be a drunk. You can call your lawyers. You still have true grit. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe.
1: <laughs> Very satisfying movie.
0: It's all right. No, it's a great movie. So what was her mom... Like, her mom said...
1: She throws cats through walls. That's all I know about her mom.
0: Well, like, Beef said that, you know, your mom's looking for you. Oh. So was she really a runaway?
1: Oh, that might have been true. Yeah, that might have been true. She took it upon herself to go really... All the way. Yeah, it wasn't condoned by her mother to do all this. Yeah, it was all about Maddie showing True Grit, doing it herself.
0: Little Blackie died though.
1: Mm-hmm. He had, he had True Grit too.
0: He did until John white like, <clears throat> little
1: fat man. on him.
0: <laughs> He rode into death. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he only got one eye. He probably wasn't driving very well, and he's a drunk and with one eye. He did fall off a horse earlier. Oh! It could have been John Wayne's fault the whole time.
0: Uh, the costume designer.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He, he said he made it so he could see through that patch, I yeah.
0: Because he was afraid of that he wouldn't be able to ride the horse. Mm-hmm. and yeah. It's like
1: Mr. No Depth Perception, like the old SNL skit with mm-hmm. Kevin Nealon. He had no depth perception. So he thought when he had invited relatives over for dinner, he thought that. He started talking shit about him. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, shut up, so-and-so. And he's like, what? They're like way down there. How can they possibly hear me? Because he has no depth of perception.
0: <laughs> I think I have that sometimes. <laughs> I'm like, look at that person. You're like, shut up. Shut up. <laughs> they can hear you.
1: We're, people are just pretending they can't hear you. <laughs> Damn it. Because you ever notice you can hear some people talking down the street? Yeah. (laughs) They can hear you too. Damn it. (laughs) Or at restaurants, you know.
0: Oh my god. At restaurants.
1: Yeah, it's quiet. And you think it's like normal when it's a loud place and nobody can hear or pay attention to you. But they can. They can. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
0: I know. I've been in trouble for that. They have said, talked about (laughs) stupid shit. And people got upset a few times. And I didn't notice it was somebody else I was with. You were one of them. And it was like, those people just have to move because of what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I thought, yeah. One time I was in Detroit, that was really funny. Um, I was at a diner. And I didn't realize that there was a kid and their mom behind us. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what the fuck I was talking about. I was talking about something weird. And I'm getting really excited. Yeah. Who knows what I'm talking about? Who I, really knows? I, I
1: don't even know which time you're talking about. Because this could have happened in many number of different ways. Well,
0: the one time was with me and your friend Jeff mm-hmm. at Flamingos. Huh. And you heard the guy say something like, Well, I'm glad we're hearing this story. <laughs> like from another... <laughs> But, no, I got really excited telling this story, and who knows what the fuck it was about. Who knows? It could have been about ghosts. It could have been about drugs. It could have been about a lot of things. It could have been about me being at the satanic temple thing. I don't know. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm thinking it might have been. And I'm getting excited, and I'm telling this story, and this woman asked the waitress, can we move? We really don't want to hear their conversation anymore. <laughs> I didn't catch it, but my friend did. And and they didn't tell me right away until they moved because he didn't want me to feel self-conscious. Uh-huh. He's like, you're talking really loud. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, those people moved. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. and then you feel like a dick. Mm-hmm. At least I wasn't talking about like anal bleaching or something.
1: Well, uh, talking is a lot like, uh, seeing. Yeah, like, uh, if they can see you, or if you can see them, they can probably see you most of the time. Also works with, uh, voice.
0: Hmm. I'm learning that still. Mm-hmm. And
1: you gotta be like Solid Snake and... Just talk you know, like this. Talk around corners. I
0: wanna just talk like this all the
1: time. Or you throw a cardboard box at them, and they're confused, and then you can talk about something else... Well, like, why dis- is that, Why did
0: that person throw a cardboard box? That's so weird. What's in that cardboard box? now I'm gonna like talk about. Oh man, but I did shrooms at one time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can talk about those things. Right. <laughs> <laughs> throw a cardboard box. I want to carry cardboard boxes for now on.
1: Well, you can apparently fit. You can fit inside a cardboard box mm-hmm. that you carry around with you everywhere you go, along with. Numerous other weapons and paraphernalia. So,
0: like, if I'm at a, like, a coney or a diner, I gotta be in the box and then throw it?
1: No. Um, I think you hide in the cardboard box. Sometimes you can throw magazines or you can throw, um, uh, gun clips. There's some other stuff you throw to distract people. I think people. people
0: would be very upset if I threw gun Exactly.
1: Clips. It would totally distract them, right? Yeah. Wouldn't that not work? If you I threw a gun clip work. on the floor and they didn't see where it came from... Everybody, like, whoop! They'd have a big exclamation points over their heads. They'd be like, whoop, whoop, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? And then you can do whatever you want.
0: I don't know. About Am I right?
1: I but if I get work. caught. Um, Then a bunch of alarms go off.
0: And then I'll be on the Terrorist Watch program. Yeah. And that's what I'm going to call it because I don't know what it's actually called.
1: Right.
0: But actually, a funny thing happened is. Uh, I'm not going to say what it said, but I'm in a group chat with these people that is really gross sometimes. Uh, It's a movie group that I used to go and hang out with and we would watch B-movies every week and I'm a bad person now that I'm back and I don't go to it. Anyway, and they say really gross shit on the group chat. Like, it's always really gross and like, I don't know why we try to one-up each other. And then uh, one of the members must have lost his phone. Mm-hmm. And I think the person only looked at that chat because it probably went off and he found it. Mm-hmm. And somebody said something really gross about common poop. And and he was like, if anybody, whoever phone this is is... It's at blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Like, it's going to be at the front desk. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was hilarious when I woke up and saw that message. I'm like, that's like the worst thing for this person to see. <laughs> like, and they put LOL afterwards. Like, mm-hmm. wow, this is fucked up. <laughs> I don't even want to meet this person. Yeah. <laughs> what is this shit? Because it's so gross. It's. We we tried to gross each other out constantly, and I I just thought it was the best thing ever that somebody obviously read this and they probably only answered it because they found it and they're like, hey, maybe they know who, where they are. Oh, it's a weird fucking <laughs> group chat, <laughs> yep. and this is why my phone's on silent because of that group chat. Because I never put my phone on silent until that group chat. Because it goes off every two minutes. Can you imagine
1: uh, Maddie Ross on group chat? True I'm calling it True sometimes. Like yogurt. The, the country's breast True
0: <laughs> Her on a... Man, if she was on a... She'd have
1: some good zingers.
0: She would have some good zingers, but she wouldn't be gross. She'd be like, I'm oh, calling my lawyer. She
1: wouldn't be gross, but yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm calling my lawyer. She
1: would be all over Facebook. Oh my god!
0: Man, she would. Oh my, she'd be worse than <laughs> <in> middle-aged women, <laughs> and she wouldn't be the. She'd be the commenters, like she's going to comment on everything. Yep. Oh, there was something too. Remember when they were eating dinner at somebody's house, and they're like, "Oh, we're Presbyterians. I, we are too. We're blah blah blah, blah, blah blah blah." I don't know. What and
1: LaBeef was something else. He was Episcopalian, and, and she, she had a little.
0: You're a needler
1: needler. <laughs> yeah, she had some comment about that, yeah.
0: You look like a needler or something like that. I'm like, oh, jeez.
1: She would be all over Facebook.
0: She would. She would love Facebook. She would share wet recipes, and then the next minute she'd be, like, dogged on people.
1: hmm Like... She's good at burning people. Yeah. Sick burns for Maddie.
0: Texan horses got chicken brains. Mm-hmm. And everybody would be confused, like, wow, that kind of hurt. I don't know why, but it hurt.
1: (laughs) Yeah, she had some confusing ones about the cultivating your hair like lettuce.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, That's something that would haunt you, like, days later. You'd be like, whoa, that person said that to me. Never had anybody say that. Just call me an asshole. Don't say that. God.
1: He's getting really personal, like junior high burns. Like, oh, man, they're super, the worst. Super personal. And they're
0: very personal. Mm-hmm. Your hips are wide.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Your teeth are yellowish.
1: <laughs> you got big ears. You, you look t- like a Ferengi. <laughs> <laughs> Why? No one ever said that, but uh, that would have been a good one. <laughs> if you're self-conscious about big ears.
0: Yeah.
1: That would have been a good one. And that was on the air, I think, the time I was in junior high, I think.
0: nobody said that Deep too? Space Nine, no. Nobody could call you a Kardashian.
1: Oh, yeah, Deep Space Nine. Kardashian.
0: Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. You're like, what? I was watching Deep Space Nine, and you kept making, like, <laughs> why are you talking about the Kardashians all the time?
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was a joke. I knew better. Kind of. I just thought it was funny. Trying to edit this podcast, and then every time I took a break, they're like, Kardashians! Kardashians! <laughs> I was like, yeah, their butts are big, but, geez. They are bad
1: guys. So you hear about them a lot.
0: Uh, when you make money for doing nothing.
1: Mm-hmm. Makes perfect sense. Yeah.
0: I'm a self-made billionaire, except for my dad and everybody else were billionaires. Did you see that article?
1: Um, I heard something about a self-made... Or, or youngest billionaire yeah. or something yeah.
0: well she said she was a self-made and yeah then people are self-made. Like, yeah really like, no you're not self-made there's nothing about you that's self-made anymore <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah
0: there's nothing self-made about this whole yeah how do you
1: do, like a self-made anything anymore if, if you're like in the news does that even count it's not like it's Atlas Shrugged and you're, like, a self-made entrepreneur, you know.
0: They're not entrepreneuring anything. They're,
1: they're just selling mm-hmm. bullshit, like, images.
0: Yeah. It's just them and...
1: I mean, I mean, do you... Because it's lots of illusions, and we love movies. Yeah. Which are illusions, in a way. They're there's stories. All stories are not true, and, yeah, et cetera. But, I mean, there's so much more art, art art, and depth to them than these reality people who are just so, like...
0: I don't want to say society as dumbed down a lot, because I don't want to say that. I don't want to be one of those people. Peoples. Mm-hmm. But I think it's the illusion that you could do nothing
1: yeah.
0: and be a billionaire. Yeah, is intriguing to some people, yeah. and I think that's why like people like the Kardashians and Paris Hilton, <clears throat> who are just heirs of these multi mm-hmm. that did do some things. I'm not saying good things, but they mm-hmm. did some things, mm-hmm. and so they're just entrepreneurs, not entrepreneurs, but they're just hair heirs of these like billion. Nears. They're like, yeah. I just go to parties and let people take pictures of me, and then I get tons of money, and mm-hmm. then I get butt injections. Two types.
1: Yeah, what would Maddie Ross call those people?
0: They cultivate their butts like yeah potatoes.
1: Yeah, exactly, a good one. <laughs> <laughs> I would like that Facebook post.
0: <laughs> they cultivate their butts like potatoes.
1: <laughs> and I think that's where we should end. Mm hmm. Cultivate okay. their butts like potatoes. The end.
0: The end. Bye. <laughs>